Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday, Thursday. It's January 25th, 2024, and this is your morning rush hour. I've got all of your content today, and there's a lot of it. We have, you know what? Let's just dive right into it, why don't we? We have breaking news to present to you. This came out uh, yesterday evening after the afternoon rush hour. It is breaking news time. Justin Glaze and Susie Evans have hard launched their relationship okay that's it folks after teasing a possible romance uh, are they friends are they more they have finally announced I mean I I think they did it with like a people uh, you know spread it was in the New York Post I mean getting quite the news with an absolutely jaw dropping photo of Justin grinning ear ear to ear as he hugs and embraces Susie Evans and goes in for the kiss there everyone in Bachelor Nation is is really wishing them well. They're very well-liked people. They share one thing in common. Actually, two. They both attended my baby gender reveal party, (laughs) and they both did Driving with Dave. And whether we knew they were together or not before it was officially announced, I think it was important for them to try to make sure they could manage this thing and make sure it's more than just, you know, a simple attraction before they, I don't know, got the public involved, which I totally respect. It actually shows me how uh, kind of precious they feel this thing is. And I think they're great together, to be quite honest, as someone who knows them both little <laughs> like I don't I'm not great friends with them but they both did the show and I really got a chance to uh get to know their artistic side Justin of course has done giant murals he's been contracted by NFL football teams I mean the guy's got a hell of a talent as an artist and then Susie Evans also a creative also an artist uh, of course a, a cinematographer editor a vlogger I mean she's got it all going on photographer so with their forces combined i tell you what the real sky is the limit so congratulations to Susie evans and justin glaze very very exciting news to see and in other news we've got patrick mahomes taking the press conference stage uh, for the kansas city chiefs and he describes travis kelsey and how his life has been since uh you know doing saturday night live and also dating the biggest pop star in the world taylor swift here's what patrick mahomes had to say i mean travis has always been travis i mean at the end of the day i mean uh I, I've, it's been cool to watch for me um, because, I mean, obviously he has all that attention, but he's just been himself the whole time. He's still Travis Kelsey. He still will walk walk through the stadium and, and treat every single person like they're his best friend. Um, and he's going to be like that in the locker room every single day. Um, and so uh, I, it hasn't been any different to me. I, I've, I've come to the building, come to work every single day, and uh, lucky enough that I have a lot of great players around me, and Travis is one of them. So we'll go back a couple months, I'm sorry, but what, I don't think we ever spoke with you about what it was No, I was. Uh, it, it was. It was really cool. Uh, I was. I was. I was sad. I didn't get to make it. I was one of my best friends growing up. Bachelor party was that weekend, and so I was a groomsman in the wedding. So it'd been tough to tell him I couldn't go. But um, I, being able to watch that, I know it was a dream of his. Um, he's. He knows all the skits from guys that that have been Saturday Night Live growing up, and he was always telling me ones from like before I was even born. I'm like, Trav, I don't. I'm not the same age as you, dude. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, so. Uh, 
he's uh, he's definitely it was something that he, a goal of his to just be on the show, but to be able to host it, um, and, he, and he crushed it, man. I mean, that's something that uh, hopefully longer down the line, if I can, we'll keep hanging him on, that he, he'll be able to do more of that type of stuff after he's done playing football. Uh, so Patrick Mahomes hoping to keep Travis Kelsey a little while longer. I got to say, if anyone can crack into the world of acting, it might be Travis Kelsey. I mean, the dude's got an incredible sense of humor, uh, but he's doing just fine with his podcast with his brother, Jason. So good to see that he's uh, the real deal. And again, he shot his shot with Taylor Swift and not too bad. Well, in other news, metal band apologizes after using severed pig head as a prop. A black metal band might have gone too far with their latest gimmick, drawing the ire of fans on social media after tossing around a severed pig head at a recent show. Oh, boy, these kids are so soft these days. You can't even throw a pig head around. uh, Martyrdom played a gig at the White Swan in Houston, Texas on Friday when one of the band members made the bonehead move of bringing a severed pig's head to the show and later hurling it around the room, some of which was caught on video. Uh, So then they ended up having to apologize afterwards. They said, hi, everyone. Uh, you, you know you know how that is, the, the morning after apology you have to do. Things got a little out of hand. They said, hi, everyone. We just want to start off by saying we are incredibly sorry to anyone who we offended with our actions and gimmicks on stage. We are a black metal band, and as part of it, we try to add a little bit of imagery and shock value to our set. Unfortunately, our acts has gotten carried away and way out of hand. All right, so there they are. PETA, please uh, don't cancel the black metal band Martyrdom, uh, which, by the way, I don't always listen to black metal bands, but when I do, Martyrdom, one of my favorites. You know that favorite song of mine, uh, the uh, the the flying bacon? Now, what's the saying there when a pig flies? You know, Well, apparently, if a pig head flies, it's just black metal. Uh, okay, you know what? I should have shared this earlier, but we had more in the uh, in the Taylor Swift news. Absolutely wild stuff. Taylor Swift stalker. We talked about the other day. Showed up to her house dozens of times. Well, after his court arraignment yesterday, guess what? Goes back to her New York City pad, busted for a third time. Taylor Swift stalker isn't getting the message. Two hours after he was in court over his last arrest for creeping around her home, he was back on Taylor's block and getting busted again. You know, these guys just need better hobbies, right? Uh, This video shows David Crow smoking a cigarette Wednesday around 2 p.m. outside of McDonald's, just two blocks. Well, maybe he just likes McDonald's. Who knows? Well, police arrived and arrested him on a criminal contempt charge due to the fact an order of protection had just been issued during his arrangement Wednesday morning on two counts of harassment. So here's what was said um, in the actual arrangement. Have a listen. Leave over 10 times and yet continues to return to the same spot in an effort to see Ms. Swift. A full order of protection is necessary to ensure Ms. Swift's safety. As for release, the people are requesting supervised release at the highest possible tier and level. These cases are not deemed bail eligible. However, defendants continued conduct in showing up to this location despite numerous directives to leave shows a clear risk that the defendant will not abide by court orders to return to court. Well, they were right because two hours later, and by the way, that, I mean that you know that's a quick subway subway ride. So he literally got a you know McDouble cheeseburger 
and then had a cigarette outside of her McDonald's location. And by the way, how nice of Taylor Swift. Oh, she has it all. Multi-million dollar penthouses, homes all over the country. And she's also got a McDonald's around the corner. I tell you what, I used to live on 144th and Broadway uh, for my New York friends out there. And I got to tell you, I, oh man, you'd come home after a, a late night uh, boozing, and guess what? I had I lived on 144th. I had a McDonald's on 143rd and 145th. So if I took the 137th Street train, or if I took the 145th Street one train, no matter what, I had to walk by a perfectly serviceable dollar menu on the way home. And let me tell you something. Uh, my roommate the next morning would always see McDonald's in the trash and look at me and go, how dare you? Hey, but I got to live a little life. Okay. I got some Richard Simmons updates and we'll get to those right after the break. All right. As you may have known, we've covered this before. Pauly Shore has a new message to Richard Simmons. He's uh, playing him in a short film. And now for the, I believe, second time he's on TMZ trying to get Richard Simmons to give him his blessing before shooting a feature film about his life. Have a listen. Hi, buddy. Um, it's me again. Sorry. <laughs> uh, is it okay if I talk to them, right? His friend's got some shit to do today. Yeah. But listen, watch the short. It's called uh, Court Gesture. Um, it's about 10 minutes. It's on YouTube. It's almost at a million views. And if wow. you read the comments, you know, watch it with open heart. Don't watch it coming into it going, you know, I don't want to do this and blah, blah, blah. And don't come at it that Watch it with your open heart and just be like a, a vulnerable and just be, what do you think of it? Based off of that, and if you feel that it's still messed up and that doesn't track with your integrity and your thing, then let us know. But in the meantime, we're going to try to move forward with this piece. We're going to look for writers. Like I said, there might be some trash cans here in Hollywood. No, I'm just right. kidding. And, um, and let us know what you think. You know, let us know what you think of the short. It's out, it, out now. I know Stern is watching it. Howard All right. So he's, he's, he's really asking for Richard Simmons' approval, but he's also trying to generate funding for his feature film. So, okay, whether he gets the approval or not, we'll have to see if he gets made. I got to say, Polly Shore is the spitting image of Richard Simmons. I had the most embarrassing thing happen to me about a decade ago. Speaking of living in Harlem, uh, for Halloween, I was going as Richard Simmons. I had a red wig. And I had, you know, the, the booty shorts, the tank top. I had the whole thing. You can probably find these photos online. Well, I needed to go to a local sporting goods store to get the knee high socks, as you do. You know what I mean? And I went in there and I was on 125th Street uh, uh, at Modell's a sporting goods store. And again, this is in a, um, you know, on 125th Street in Harlem. And the guy asked me what I was going for for Halloween. And I had the red wig on already and I was ready to go. And I said, Russell Simmons. And he looked at me like really confused and I didn't really understand until I left there. Oh, I, I meant to say Richard Simmons, the white guy with red hair. But instead I said, Russell Simmons, the hip hop, you know what I mean? I was like, oh boy, I, I, I got it wrong folks. Uh, okay. But let's move it on. Speaking of getting it wrong, L King, uh, the video has been leaked of her, uh, botching, uh, Dolly Parton. And boy, did she really mess it up. She's now postponing a show. She was at the some sort of Dolly Parton tribute. And um, the the uh, was she at the Ryman or the Grand Ole Opry? I think she was at the Grand Ole Opry here in Nashville. And she uh, she she was drunk and, and really butchered the lyrics, which again, they're fast lyrics. But let's just play a few minutes, a, f a minute of this. Have a listen.
So yeah. as she's singing, the backup singers are looking at her like desperate to find out what verse she's singing because she's all over the place. <laughs> So she sounded like drunk karaoke, which sucks because some people actually paid to be there. And she actually says, you guys actually paid to be here? Oh, boy. Everyone's like, holy shit, we bought tickets for this shit. Yeah. So they, she didn't know what to do. I mean, hey, look, it's one thing, you know, you flub a song, you don't know the lyrics. There's another to do it wasted. All right. And speaking of flubbing things, we've got Nick Vial here. Shading Golden Bachelor Gary Turner hopes new wife Teresa asks for a prenup. A lot of prenup talk from Nick Vial here, but let's go and listen to what he had to say. Your take on the, the Golden Bachelor controversy. Controversy. He has since gotten married. I don't know if you had any. I feel like I made some news with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have any hot takes on the Golden By Bachelor? By the way, when he says, I think I made some news with you guys, that's Nick responding to the fact that he uh, mentioned Gary Turner's late wife as the body wasn't even dead yet. So when Nick talks about like, oh, not listening to your haters, he does listen and he, I don't know, man, I don't know. It's a little twisted. I mean, look, uh, you know, when people say, oh, well, you know, uh, everyone's got different opinions or whatever. It's like, yeah, but he literally to about a coworker, Gary Turner, the other day said, oh yeah, he didn't even wait till the body was, was cold. It's like, it's like, look, if, if he said that about me, he'd be like, how about you get my late wife's fucking name out of your mouth? How about you do that, you piece of shit? You know what I mean? Like, that's not, he's not a random troll. He's a content creator saying that about a fellow bachelor. So now he says, oh, yeah, we must have made some news, didn't we? I mean, good grief. Bachelor, wedding, what were the hits? What were the misses? Uh, I was... I was preparing for the Gypsy Rose interview the night of the wedding, so I did not get to watch... Um, you didn't miss much. Yeah, uh, but I wish him nothing but the breath, uh, nothing but the best. Um, and um, yeah, and uh, was there a prenup conversation? That do you think you there should have been a prenup conversation? I feel like for Teresa, there should have been a prenup conversation if we know what we know about Mister Gary. All mm -hmm. I think it was more than okay for Teresa to request one if she did. Okay, so what makes you say that? Well, because if it's about love, it really isn't about anything else, right? So, um, yeah. How bizarre. This is a strange conversation. He's looking out the window. I'm not saying this as a hater. This was bizarre. I wasn't going to make a video about this because this isn't the Slam Nick uh, YouTube channel. Um, but old Nasal Nick over here, how bizarre. Is he falling off the deep end? Am I just am I just like being overly critical? Like, what does he have against Gary Turner? Let the guy live, right? Uh, well, you know, who, he hasn't harmed anybody. All right. Well, Eva Mendez uh, is... So proud of her man, Ryan Gosling. I almost forgot they were together. She posted this. So proud of my man. So much hate when he took on this role of Ken. So many people trying to shame him for doing it. Despite all of the hashtag not my Ken ridicule and articles written about him, he created this completely original, hilarious, heartbreaking, now iconic character and took it all the way to Oscars. So beyond proud to be this Ken's Barbie.
And in it, she shared a Rolling Stones article with the title, Sorry to be the one to say it, but Ryan Gosling is giving major cringe as Ken in Barbie. Oh, I hate the term cringe. Oh, is it cringe now that he's going to be nominated for an Oscar? You know what I mean? You're giving me cringe. Oh, and this is for sure going to be a video today. We've got, uh, we've got Sean Booth, fellow Nashvillian, Sean Booth here discussing maternity leave, which is interesting because, look, I'm not one to just throw out political theories and thoughts about things. <laughs> Maybe I am. But here we have Sean, who in the past has you know, slightly talked a little bit about how, like, um, you know, certain maybe cultural issues, but now having the empathy as a father of 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 a uh, un, un unmarried woman who maybe doesn't have enough maternity support, he's now understanding that the system is broken. This is going to be fantastic, and we're going to talk about this right after the break. I'm going to be as delicate with my words as possible because 99% of my negative reviews on this podcast are people that don't like my politics, which is ridiculous. Get over it, right? Uh, I can share the way I think and you can leave a bad review, but also does that really mean the podcast is bad because you disagree with me? Good grief. Either way, we have such a broken system in our country in so many different ways. Uh, And I think Probably 80 to 90% of people, regardless of if they are on the left or the right, agree in the same things. Healthcare is overpriced. Uh, inflation's out of control. Uh, you know, there's just ver- there's there's simple things we should all be able to agree with. Uh, we have social programs like the police officers, right, and fire departments. We have all of that that exists. Uh, you know, we all pay a part of our income so that the roads can be paved. You know, a lot of us don't want that money going to senseless wars and overpriced military items. I get that. I totally get that. I don't like that the defense system's, you know, just wasting billions of dollars and we don't even audit it. We don't even know where that money goes. Absolutely. Well, now we have Sean Booth supporting a social health care program, maternity leave. He says the system's broken and he's about to be called out. Have a listen. Dre's got to go back to work next week. Mm. Six weeks. I thought it was like 12 weeks. There's all these different types of guidelines. I think every state is maybe different. For small businesses, six weeks. Body isn't even healed. I couldn't pick up Walter from his mom and dog breeder until eight weeks because Walter needed to feed from his mom. He's a dog. Canada, 18 months of maternity leave. United Kingdom, up to 52 weeks. Sweden. 480 days. Australia's long. Everybody's longer. Like something's got to give. Six weeks? Start at six months. That kid is brand new. They want you to go to the office and sit there and then you have to leave every, what, hour or so. Oh, but where do you pump, Sean? Yeah, exactly. In the nasty ass restroom that everybody takes a in after their morning coffee. And then where are you going to put that milk? Like there could be little steps that feel very simple and not sit in a urinal. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. Like- and I understand too from like the small business side of it. I'm a small business owner. Maybe you don't have the budget and you need somebody there. There's got to be a way where you can say, hey, let's just do the work from home. Like make it work. Find a way to make it work. More corporate America setting. Sure, you get 10 weeks. But if you want anything after that, it's like all your vacation days. Then you yeah. take all your sick days. Not for nothing, but how disrespectful is it to sit here and tell me that while I'm trying to keep my newborn child alive, I'm on vacation? Who do you think you are? Yeah. What part of this is a vacation? Everybody's replaceable. So yeah, if you don't yeah. want to get back in the office, we'll find someone who will. Those things in our country are like, God damn, figure it out. Mothers need more than six freaking weeks. My dog needed eight weeks. 
There it is, folks. Really? I mean, hey, who's who who doesn't agree with this? This is the world we live in. He said, look, it's not a fun fact. The U.S. is the only country among the 38-member OECD nations that has not passed laws requiring business and corporations to offer paid maternity leave to their employees. Now, this is where I think the onus shouldn't be on the businesses, right? I think this should be government subsidizing because, yeah, there are small businesses that can't afford to have maybe one of their five employees be gone for 18. I totally understand that. Uh, But what I don't understand is why we don't treat this as some sort of national issue that we can all solve solve with legislation. Like, you wouldn't expect, um, you know, your contractor to uh, abide by all of the specs that there would be to build a home if there wasn't inspectors and government regulations. Like there's a reason why you have to have some regulations because people will take advantage of it, right? Someone in the comments said, vote Democrat candidates. The Republican Party has turned its back on life after birth. And someone else said, marry her and provide for your family like a man so uh, so she can stay home and be with the baby. And someone said, uh, this is not normal. So we know it's not normal because we're the only country that doesn't allow these basic rights. I've seen it firsthand working with mothers that are on the verge of tears, if not tears, uh, because they miss their baby and they don't want to go back to work so early. I totally, totally understand that. You shouldn't go broke because you had a child. That shouldn't be the case. We're privileged in that my wife is just leaving her job. I say privileged because I'm able to pick up a couple of extra shifts here in the content creation and she's not working at all but she's not going to get maternity leave my wife is getting zero days maternity leave because she worked as a freelancer and more jobs now than ever are going to freelancing well here's what's interesting sean says you know things should change but someone commented this and screen grabbed his reel exposing him saying if we want to talk about fair treatment of mothers coming from the guy that took me off the schedule and decreased our income with zero warning when i was seven months pregnant after working for his gym for three and a half years do better so uh you know hey look maybe maybe he's developing a level of empathy he didn't have before because he's now in that position i'm not sure but I find this a fascinating conversation, absolutely fascinating. Who in our country, and again, so many people listening from other countries, their jaws are dropped when they think of the lack of sort of health rights we have in this country. I'm, I'm set to pay about $2,300 a month for two people. That's not even going to cover things. You talk about co-pays, in-network, out-of-network. It's purposefully made to confuse us, and it all could be solved with the right legislation. And I don't say this as a left or right issue. I think this is a populist issue we can all agree on. So I don't know what uh, I don't know who's running for office in what area you are, city, state, local officials, wherever, Congress, but really do the research to see what they stand for. Because if it were up to me, I would want everyone voting on longer paid maternity leave, possibly paid paternity leave. It's a conversation worth having. Uh, Fathers deserve to spend time with their kids too. And people say, well, where's the money going to come from? Fucking find it. Find it. We spend so much money And so much comes in as what's supposed to be the richest country in the world. Fucking find it. 
All right, folks, we'll be back with more content. I'm going to be hot all day on YouTube. Absolutely going to be ripping shit apart. I appreciate you being here for the journey, and we'll be back this afternoon with another episode of Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush. Thank you.